Expectations maybe at the start of the season were a little unrealistic. Man, we're not even worrying about the playoffs right now. What we do, what we do is we take it week by week. We just gotta we gotta worry about next week. You start looking ahead and you start looking over people, you might not even make it. So that being said, to me, Urban Meyer is one of the lowest pieces of garbage there is on this earth. You are tuned in to Straight Bet Sports live on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. That's right, man. Wednesday night. You already know what it is. You're tuning in to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. I'm your host, Jose V, coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm tired, man. I know you see the face. You're probably wondering, who the hell is this guy? It's not the guy you're used to seeing. I shaved it up. Masks aren't required anymore. It's recommended. So with that being said, I got to let my beard grow back. I got to let it come out right, man. But I hope you guys are having a great night out there. The weather has been beautiful today here in Las Vegas. Hasn't been too cold or too hot. But let me ask you a favor, though. Again, as I do every single Wednesday, I sound like a broken record. Press that like button. Press that share. Drop a comment, and we'll go from there. Let everyone know what it is that you are watching tonight. I am joined in studio, as I am every single week, by my co-host, Ian B., and, of course, producer extraordinaire, studio owner, everything. Does it all. Quan 59 behind the big board. We greatly appreciate him as well. No special guests in the studio tonight. We're supposed to have Brett Raymer tonight, but we're, we decided to reschedule that. We're going to go ahead and check out his restaurant. We're going to go eat. Check that out. Chop it up with him and then bring him in. Do things the right way. Promote it the right way. But, Ian, you good tonight, man? I see you don't have the hat on. You don't have the the yes, Eagles sir. sweaty, <laughs> stinky, old beanie. No, I'm just kidding, bro. You don't have the, the, the Eagles beanie tonight, but how you doing, bro? You good? You ready for work tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Ray. Uh, we got a lot to talk, to, talk about tonight. Uh, crazy week. Crazy week in sports. There's just so much to get into. And, uh, yeah, fresh, uh, fresh shaven. You know, you're fresh shaven. Fresh. Different, different areas, but we... <laughs> yeah, man, fresh, fresh shave in different areas for sure. But, man, if you guys are watching, of course, we are live on all Gorilla Cross radio platforms. That is Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and, of course, the Gorilla Cross app, as you see there on the screen. Download the app today at GorillaCross.com. If not, Google Play Store, Apple Play Store, you can download the app. It's completely free. Enjoy all the content on there, not just the show that you're watching tonight. They got a lot of good stuff on there, a lot of other shows, and not just sports shows, but uh, yeah. culture, music, 
bunch of different things. All so times. I love it, man. So go ahead and check it out. Also, get, we get have all the that call in line. Make sure that yeah. you guys call in. If you guys have any questions that you want us to address, uh, any topics that you want uh, to hear our thoughts on, make sure you call in. Uh, it's a great time. We always let you guys uh, talk a little bit. So Yeah, 702-608-3259. Is the phone number if you guys want to give us a call. Phone lines are open all night tonight. Like I said, no special guests, but we got a lot to talk about. But before we do so and we jump into that, huge, huge shout out to the UNLV Lady Rebels pulling off the sweep. And what I mean by that, regular season Mountain West champions and now Mountain West Conference Tournament champions. Congrats to the UNLV Lady Rebels and Lindy LaRock. I was in attendance last night at Thomas and Mack. To watch them play their game against Air Force, seven and a half point favorites. If you guys saw, I, I did talk to some people and I told you guys, I like the Lady Rebels. I know it's a ladies game. And people are like, you're betting on women's college basketball? Wouldn't necessarily betting on it. I just like the line. Seven and a half, tough game. It was close there. They end up pulling it off though and they end up winning the game covering by 11. And then tonight, up 11 at one point, right? We saw that yep. with about five or six, six minutes to go. Only up three with a minute 47 when we pull up here to the studio. They end up pulling it out. Win by double digits again. Big shout out to everyone on that team. And Lindy LaRock, friend of the show, friend of ours. She's been here before. She's doing great things, man. Second year. And, and look at that. Now, well, now we're they're on the way to the best, best 15 dance. and 9 first year. Yeah. And then uh, now 26 and 6. Crazy uh, Second stuff, year. And uh, Mountain West champs. Congrats. Uh, we love uh, when she's on the show. And uh, obviously she's doing her thing uh, at uh, UNLV uh, women's basketball. But yeah, man, check them out. Give them some love and support. No disrespect to the men's, but the women's are doing a lot better this yeah. year and, and, and they're yeah. good. They're not bad at all. If you watch this team, they're led by seniors. And like Lindy said last night, if you guys saw the post-conference, we have talent here in Las Vegas. They do. They do. It's not just us getting people from other states, other cities. We have talent here and we want to let people know that we have it and we're on the map. But big shout out once again to the UNLV Lady Rebels. Hopefully they can make some noise in the big dance here moving forward. Got to give a big shout out to some people on Facebook as well. Joe chiming in. He does every single week, man. My dude's always killing it. We got some stuff to talk about in the NFL-wise. Yes, we do. Big shout out to Goose Thomas from Let the Ball Bounce. What's good? And Mo from Girl Chat Sports. Big shout out to her. You guys already know what it is, man. Women's what is it? Women's Women's History Month. Is that what it yeah. is? National Women's History yeah, Month. Yeah, I think so. And, and, Quan, if you guys don't follow Quan, man, with the stuff that he does, you guys need to follow this guy because he had me dying. But big shout out to all the ladies out there doing their thing, man. We appreciate you, of course. Chiming in here on Straight Bet Sports. Sosa, shout out from the East Coast. We appreciate you, my guy. Big shout out to Sosa, the locksmith. We already know who that is. Wise Guys Diamond Club chiming in. And I want to give a big shout out to everybody on Twitter when it comes to the community. And if you know what I mean about the community, it's the gambling Twitter community. Yep. There's a lot of people that are in there that are legit. that are not just handicappers. They're looking to sell you stuff and make money off of you. There's people that are there to help you make money. You know, big shout out to Mike Jones. You know what you did, my guy, and you know what you're trying to accomplish for us and for the show. I put it out there in the universe. I said we're looking for sponsors. These guys didn't hesitate. I'm not going to give all the details because I don't want to jinx or burn anything. But these guys are amazing. Guys from Twitter setting stuff up for me. Big shout out to everyone. You know who you are. So many names to give out. 44, Mike Jones, Plug. I mean, everybody. Sosa. Just yeah. everyone that's involved with everything. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate all the love and support. Because ever since we started on there, or at least I've been doing this, it's crazy. I, I was on COVID for a month in January. And that's when everything blew up for me when oh, it came yeah. to Twitter. And it's good because that's how it's helping the show grow. You know what I mean? Anything that we can do to make the show grow and get better. That's what it's all about. But once again, we are on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I, I got all screens up here. So if you see me going back and forth looking, I'm trying to look at all the comments. I'm trying to get into it with everybody, see what everybody has to say. But we appreciate you guys again. Drop that like, drop that share, drop that comment. We'll go from there. But Ian, yes. I I I'll let you pick. I I'll all let right. you pick. What topic do you want to talk about? Because obviously we have NCAA basketball, right? I think we we, 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 yeah. we have NBA talk. Obviously we know what's going on. And then we have the topic uh, of conversation that's been all week, which we have four things to talk about crazy, when it comes right? to this, right? It's the off season. Yeah. It's uh, only really the first week in like where headlines start coming in and it's already it's exploded. Dominated. Like there's four different huge storylines. And uh, one of them, and I, I think we have to start it off with this because it, it's a major big deal in not just NFL, but sports in general. And yep. that's Calvin Ridley's suspension. So you want to start off with Calvin Ridley? We're, I we're, perfect, we're, perfect. We're, we're going Gambling go with Twitter, Calvin let's jump Ridley. with that one. Go for it. So in case our viewers don't know, Calvin Ridley was investigated by NFL. Mm -hmm. 
and they found that he was betting during I think it was a five day stretch during November when he he was away from the team right and the investigation showed that there was no like insider information there's no no uh hey are, are are you going for these touchdowns are you are you going to go for this prop blah blah, blah. none of that occurred correct none he, of it. A, apparently he spent a total of fifteen hundred dollar on tickets right uh including a five game parlay including that did have his falcons on it now again i emphasize he was away from his team correct the nfl came out with a, a suspension for calvin ridley that the floor, the bare minimum that they're doing is 17 games, the full 2022 season, right? <laughs> I'm just letting you finish because I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to get my thoughts on it right to now. To me, that's way too harsh. First Wait. of all, like I said, it, it, if the NFL is not rigged, what do you have to worry about? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, just, you took the words. If it's not rigged, why are we worried about it? If it's not rigged, it? then why why are you worried about it? Especially since no insider information was uh, found to be used. If there was any yeah. inside information, because it's not <laughs> this rigged, is, this right? Is just, it's I'm, not I'm letting rigged. you go. It's just funny to me. I'm just yeah. And then it doesn't really seem like they're hardcore investigating the Stephen Ross accusation of paying off a coach to purposely lose games. Yeah. So what what what's going on here? Is it no player can ever bet and we got to protect the integrity or is it because you're trying to hide something? So look, I I'll give you my take. I I I think that the that the suspension is a bit ridiculous if, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. I'm not saying he shouldn't have been suspended, he shouldn't have been fined or whatever you want to call it. He absolutely should have been suspended. Correct, but 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 my thing is you're the NFL, right? You've already made these steps to partner with so many gambling entities. For God's sakes, the 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 the, the Pontiac or whatever it is, the the the, the Mercedes Dome in freaking New Orleans, it, it's now the Caesars Dome. Like you have all this propaganda all over these stadiums, DraftKings, FanDuel, yeah. that's partnership and I think with it's the FanDuel NFL that he used. And, and and that's the thing. I understand that you want to make a statement, but when you have players that have beaten wives or yeah. beaten women that are still playing in this in, in this yeah. and got a two three four game suspension it's it's it's, it's ridiculous it, it makes is. no sense now not only that this guy came out and said i bet fifteen hundred dollars we don't care if you have a problem or not that's your yeah. problem you shouldn't be saying that but he only bet fifteen hundred dollars not only that you said it this wasn't a situation where he was out there on the field and he was like i'm not gonna catch this ball oh exactly or i'm not gonna block this guy or, or i'm gonna let my quarterback get hit when i'm supposed to be blocking on the side you know it wasn't anything so what, like that. What are you worried about? Exactly. Is there something else that's to it, or is the NFL just like we can't have this? Yeah. We 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 can't have this happen right now, especially with us just getting into the whole gambling scene. Exactly. I think a whole season is ridiculous. If I'm Calvin Ridley, I have to go ahead and try uh, to get this appealed, lower it because it's too many games. You want minus opinion? Two games is max. That's just me because I'd say four is fair. If the I mean, four you, appeal, you, you, you get two. You gave. Uh, Tom Brady, a four-game suspension. Uh, you gave, uh, I mean, PED suspension is uh, 10 games, and that directly impacts the performance of athletes in the game. So I I think he should appeal. I think, I hopefully he gets it because I do think that gambling for players is obviously an issue. I yeah. do not think that they should be able to gamble, especially if they're on the team. But if they're away from the team for whatever reason, they shouldn't be able to do it, but they shouldn't get a whole season. I mean, that 1500 ended up costing him $10 million. That's the most expensive odds I've ever seen. So look, we, we got to throw this out there, right? Since we're talking about gambling, yeah. obviously. Joe chimes in on Facebook, man. We appreciate you again. He goes, if Ridley took, he wants to know if Ridley took Ryan's under on passing yards <laughs> while he was out would be the funniest thing would be of all time. Thing. And I and I agree. At, at that point, yes, you're suspended for the whole year because you're yeah. betting on your quarterback to do something. Yeah. Like, you deserve that. But we also got another comment on Twitter here. Talk that talk. Taking the parlay, which is a good friend of ours on Twitter as well, he says, compared to other things, why is this so much longer? And again, yes, I agree. Yeah. Other things that have happened in the NFL that have been a lot worse than this, and, and I understand, 
other situations, there's been times where the NFL, the suspensions were, oh, what do we do? Or yeah. oh, they didn't do it right. So I get the fact that you want to create a statement and make it now. But I think they kind of jumped the gun a bit. I think they should yeah. have stepped back, look at the situation, because now it makes it look like the NFL is desperate. And like you say, what are you covering up so quick here? It, you know what I mean? We didn't hear anything of it. And then, bam, okay, Calvin Ridley is suspended. Not even a prior investigation. We didn't hear nothing. And then just... Here, here, here's the smackdown on you. So it, it, it's a little fishy to me. Um, Eddie Martinez says, uh, do you guys see Carr leaving the Raiders for Primo the Colts? Eddie. Well, uh, we're going to get to uh, those questions in a little bit. Uh, so actually, we're going to talk. Along. We're going to we're going to yeah. talk about Carson Wentz and that whole situation, obviously. And so it's a great point that Primo Eddie brings that up. Yeah. Can you see someone like Carr being moved to the Colts now that they have that spot open there with Indianapolis? We're definitely going to get into that. But again, with the whole, just to finish off with the whole Calvin Ridley situation. I honestly think he's going to appeal. I, yeah. I don't see this being a whole year suspension. I, I honestly don't. Like, again, I think the NFL just jumped the gun. I think something's going to happen to where it'll get, if if anything, because they probably want to hold that ground and hold that stand they're going half to, a season. Yeah, I think they're going to stick to at least six to ten games. I agree. That, that, that's why I'm thinking. I don't agree threshold. with it, but I, I think yeah. it'll happen. I, I think it should be a two or four game suspension. It'll probably be six to ten. Uh, you want to move on to our next Yeah, topic? but before we do so, though, man, we—, we, we we still have a sponsor. You know that. You know, we, we still got someone that, that hooks us up here every single Wednesday night. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here. You know, got two months left with him. But you know what? Things have been great. Love Joshua. The fact that he was riding with us since day one and didn't hesitate. We appreciate you. But, of course, we got a sponsor. And here he is. We are brought to you by Joshua Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes. There's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know, and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFont with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. Right, Joshua LaFont, Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you hit him up, looking to buy a home, refinance, whatever it is you know how to do. You want to flip a home or just maybe get an investment home, man. Hit up Joshua LaFont, definitely one of the best in the biz, if not the best in the business. Greatly appreciate him being a part of the show as well. Now... We got a lot more NFL to talk about, right? Yes, I mean, we do. just before we do, though, big shout out to Chattanooga. If you guys saw the game the other night, I, I told everybody to take Chattanooga minus the two against Furman. Last second three-pointer for them to win. I'm sitting there going, I prefer you guys to lose this game than to win, and, and I don't cover by one yeah. point, but big shout out to Chattanooga. A lot of crazy things going on in, in, in the tournaments here. We had a team in Bellarmine that won their tournament, beat Jacksonville, but yet Jacksonville technically ends up being the champion and goes to the NCAA tournament because this is only Bellarmine's first or second year, I believe. Yeah. So they're not eligible to make it into the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah, crazy stuff, right? Especially yeah. for betters that had future tickets on these guys. Do I edge? Do I not? But yeah, man, lots going on in college basketball, which we're going to get into a lot more coming up in the next week here yeah. with the tournament right around the corner. Selection Sunday next week. Is right. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it's already this weekend. Crazy stuff. Tournament starts next week. As a matter of fact, when we come on air on Wednesday, the main day of the tournament is the very next day. So a lot to talk about there. But Ian, let's see. Let's bring up Carson Wentz because okay. because Primo Eddie brought up Derek yep. Carr, you know, and the whole situation there. Now, we know what happened with Carson Wentz. Carson yep. Wentz got traded to the Washington Commanders. I, I wonder how Josh, Josh – I don't know if Quan has spoken to Josh. Big guys, Washington all over the way. But they're, from this Twitter's is his reaction, last chance. they're not very happy with this. This is his last chance. Yeah. They're, after everything that he has gone through, the whole Philly situation, yeah. getting hurt, Nick Foles coming in, being the guy that saves and wins it all when it should have been you. You come back, doesn't work out. Like you said, you moan, you complain, you ask to be taken out of there because of the issues you may have with coaching or ownership or whatever it was. And then everything else comes out that you weren't a good teammate, that you were having problems in the locker room. And then that same stuff came out about him being in Indianapolis, that he would sit in his locker room by himself, that people wouldn't want to walk up to him and ask him anything, that when they were in the huddle, he's getting ready to break and people aren't even listening and getting ready to go and do their own thing. So this to me, forget the details of the trade on who got what and who won. To me right now, 
This is Carson Wentz's last opportunity to do anything and make anything of himself in the NFL. And if it doesn't work in Washington, get ready to be a backer for the rest of your career. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just the fact that there's reports coming out that Carson Wentz tried to go to uh, er, Jim Irsay and clear the air. He tried to talk to Chris Ballard and Irsay didn't want any part of a conversation with Carson Wentz. And also Frank Reich, it's reported, went to Ursay after the Jags game when they lost and apologized for the season, which is huge. So I, I think if Frank like if Frank Reich is moving on from this guy, then I think the Colts won this trade. The fact that they got anything from this trade after what they had to give up and the fact that they're moving on this soon means that there's more than just on the field issues yeah because statistically right he he had a good year 27 uh touchdowns seven interceptions um but he choked he, it away when it mattered you you and Quan talked about it earlier oh, when it came to had, the playoff push. he absolutely did yeah. and, and you have to win you got brought in to play those games the way that they're supposed to be played and win those games right yeah so you absolutely have to but at the same time the fact that they the team that was supposed to be that was supposed to fix Carson Wentz, right? That the coaching staff he had a connection with. He is supposed to have a good sense of understanding of the whole room there, right? And now he's already moving on to his third team in three years. Once again, you're tuning to Straight Bet Sports Live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. I'm your host, Jose V, Quan59, EMB up in the studio, chopping it up with you guys tonight. We're talking the Carson Wentz deal here, a couple NFL stuff. Just to give you guys a couple details on it, obviously, we know Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders for a package of draft picks. The Colts will receive the Commanders' third round pick in 2022 and 2023. And the 2023 third rounder can become a second round selection if Wentz plays 70% of Washington snaps, which there's always some type of incentives in there, right, for the teams when it comes to the trades. And the teams also swap the second round picks in 2022 with the Colts moving up from number 47 overall to number 42. Now, according from what I'm reading here, sources tell Adam Schefter from ESPN that Washington will pay the full $28 million due to Wentz in 2022 season, which includes the $5 million roster bonus, which is crazy. And another thing too, if people did not know, the Commanders offered three first-round picks for Seattle's Russell Wilson, yep. which we're going to talk about that here later on the show as well, how that trade was crazy. But the Commanders are, are, are giving up a lot here, they but, but they're also taking a huge responsibility by taking this salary hit. By by taking the contract, one, they're freeing Colts up of any obligation Correct. for it. So it's a huge win in the Colts. I mean, they freed up a ton of money in cash space. The Washington Commanders now have $5 million in cap space going into free agency. Now, they probably will move some stuff around. They'll free some space up. But to go into the the week of at $5 million is crazy. And I don't know if they're going to have the assets and the cap space to really build the way that they think they're going to build, right? And the Colts... Going back to Eddie Martinez's question, I, I can see Carr. Um, I could also see Kirk Cousins. The problem, though. Captain Kirk. The problem here, because they, they have $70 million in cap space, so they can pay these guys if they, if they choose to. The problem here is they don't have a first. They now don't have a second next year, right? Or no, sorry, they don't have a third next year. So they're they're working with some minimal things. Now they could maybe give up a first round next year and uh you know a third here. We'll see what they actually have in their war chest. But they're going to probably have to give up at least a first for Derek Carr only because of the way that the QB market is looking. Because of what happened with Russell Wilson, what happened with Aaron Rodgers, the way that it's unfolding, QBs right now, especially with this draft class coming up, that a lot of scouts are saying that is not spectacular. Yeah, maybe one or two guys come out. One or two that guys are be that are actual, yeah. you know, possibly, and, and a lot of them they're saying are not ready to be day one starters yeah. right now. So all the leverage is in the Raiders. Uh, front office they they can ask for a first they can ask for two first they can ask for pretty much anything 
and the Colts can't really argue with it right now because everyone knows they're desperate. They have Ellinger and they have I don't even know who I don't know who their their third string is, and, and, but they have Sam Ellinger yeah. and someone else on their roster, and that's it. So everyone knows how desperate. Look at the commanders. Before this trade, they called like five di five or six. The reports were like they called di five or six different ball clubs to see if they could get their quarterback. Including, they even called the Cowboys to see if Prescott was on the table. And then you even mentioned their quarterbacks, right? Who they have yeah. left. And it's crazy. If you think about the Colts since 2016, they've had five different week one starting quarterbacks tied with Washington, which is the team that they just traded their quarterback to, and Denver for most in the NFL. Not only that, the Colts are 0-6 in the opening week during that span. Quarterbacks in 2016, Andrew Luck. 2017, Scott Tolzien. Andrew Luck back in 18. Brissett in 19, Rivers in 20, and Carson Wentz in 21. Yeah. So the question begs to differ and now moves into the conversation that Eddie brought up. Who do the Colts bring in here? Is Derek Carr an option? Because we, we've already heard about the conversations of Derek Carr possibly being in yep. that range of getting a contract extension yep. with a good number. Do the Raiders want to do that? We don't know yet. New coach, new general manager. What is the vision for that team, right? So let's say metaphorically speaking, Derek Carr is on the table. Is he a good move for the Colts to try to pull the trigger on? And if so, what can the Colts offer the Raiders in trade bait? Exactly. And that that's really the issue here is that the Colts, while have so much money in cap space, I think they're actually now lead the league in a free space. They don't have a lot of assets that they can trade. And I do not think that they want uh, to trade Darius Leonard or or uh, they might dangle T.Y. But what is his real value nowadays? So there, there's not a lot that they have there. Quinn Nelson. But do you want to get rid of your the only good thing on your O-line? Jonathan Taylor. That's the only good thing of your offense. So the pieces that they have that, like you said, can dangle as trade bait. All of them are very valuable to the success of the team. So it kind of makes it hard to say, oh, we're willing to trade this guy when they're kind of your core. Once again, you're tuning to Straight Bet Sports live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Jose V, Quan 59, EMB up here in the studio. Talking a little bit of NFL since we got so many trades and so much things going down. But let's finish off the Colts conversation, Ian. Right. I, I'm not going to give you who I feel or who I think is going to be that guy, right? I'm not going to give you that name or that quarterback or who I feel. The only thing I'll say about the Indianapolis Colts is that they need to figure out and they need to figure it out now. And the reason I say that, they have a team that's ready to win now. Call me crazy. A guy like Aaron Rodgers would have won there. Win now. A guy like Russell Wilson would have got traded there. Win now. They have the running game. They have decent receivers. They have a solid defense. This team is in win-now mode. So whoever the Colts go for, it better be a guy that can bring you a chip now yeah. or within the next year or two. Not a guy that you're going to rebuild under. Not a guy you're going to draft or try to get in the draft because that's not going to work for this Indianapolis Colts team. You have a team on paper. And not, not, not only on paper, statistically, that can come out and beat any team at any time, in my opinion. They made noise towards the end of the year, but they fell off. The quarterback play wasn't what it should have been. The leadership wasn't there. So my final thing on this... I just hope that the Colts figure it out and get it right this time because they have the team that's ready now. I'll leave you guys with one more thought. Uh, I just had Mike this. Jones chimes in. My guy, Mike Jones, he said it's Colts Nation. He's on Twitter. Hit him up, man. So one more thought. Lamar Jackson is going into his Oh, you got to bring that up. Now, now we're going to get messages from Sosa and freaking everybody <laughs> just saying, freaking these Ravens what fans. If, what if the Colts... <laughs> You know, they, they use that free, uh, some of that free agency money, leave some leftover for next year. But what if they shore up some things, O-line, you know, some things on the defensive side, and then they actually pay Lamar what he's looking for? I don't because, see Lamar leaving Baltimore, though. But if Ravens aren't willing to pay him what he's worth, the Colts might be. And you I, have to you have to consider that option. So look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into that conversation with you because okay. this can be a great conversation for another show. You know what I mean? Let's 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 just let's cap it at I'm that. I'm just gonna leave. I'm it glad for you it. brought that up though because you know. that's gonna lead into a whole a whole another conversation, right? Mm -hmm. A whole another thing. So, but it's <laughs> the Colts got to get it right. They they it's do. Just, 
I'm not a Colts fan. Obviously, I'm a Jets fan, but I'm, I'm a fan of the sport. There's certain teams and certain divisions that you want to see do a bit better. That division is better when the Colts are better, if that makes sense. I don't want to just see a Tennessee or a Houston, which is in shambles right now, yeah. or a Jacksonville, which is just bottom of the barrel team. You know, I want to see the Colts, which is a team in that division name-wise that has been relevant forever. So right now is the time that the Colts have to figure out this quarterback position and get it right. But... We got another trade that went down this week, right? <laughs> another big trade that went down. Well, you got you got something got to comment. Joseph Michael says, uh, "Stop for a second here, man. You don't want to open that can of worms up for uh, the Lamar ja- uh, Jackson talk." <laughs> so real quick, man, I, I gotta before we move. I just want to air it out there, let people uh, think about it for a while. So look, man, <laughs> you're a funny guy. <laughs> so, so 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 check this out, okay? I'm I'm gonna say something real quick. So I'm, I'm a little choked up right now because, again, if you guys follow me on Twitter, if you guys follow me on there, I've, I've been huge on Twitter lately. I know I sound like a broken record. I say that all the time. That's, my, that's one of the things that I say. But it's helped a lot. And it just shows you the type of people we have in this world and not just on social media. Some of these guys I've never even met in person. All right? Just, just keep that in mind. So Mike Jones just posted this. At Chef underscore MJ, if you guys know who I'm talking about. I am and will forever be grateful for the platform I'm building and all of my followers that support me. Thank you, Manny Six and Tribute Hero for doing a tournament the right way. I am donating all my winnings to Jose V and Straight Bet Sports Podcast. Keep up the culture, bro. Mike, I don't know what that number is or what it might be, but... That's huge. That's huge, bro. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. And, and, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I've talked to you numerous times. We've been on a bunch of spaces. And the fact that you're getting the community together and, and that you're willing to do something like that, that's huge, man. I, I, I don't know how I can pay you guys back when it comes to that, but just know that I am indebted to you forever because I'm that Absolutely. type of person. I'm legit. I'm real. I won't fake it. And, hey, man, any support we can get is awesome. And that just shows that we've grown, bro. Yeah. We've grown a lot. You came in. I've been doing this for a while. You've added so much more to this, and I appreciate you, bro, because if it wasn't for you either, we wouldn't be able to continue doing this. You know what I mean? I need a co-host. I I can't do this by myself. If I'm being honest, I need someone that I can sit here and chop it up with. So the fact that you came in and continued to do your thing with me, I appreciate it. And again, Mike Jones and everyone on Twitter, the gambling community, the family, I appreciate you guys, man. Mike, I I don't know what else to say, my guy. We can't tell you how much everyone's support means to us. It really is amazing just how the community comes together. So Mike just said, I'm donating my winnings to you guys. $500 straight bet sports. Keep up the culture alive. (laughs) Appreciate it. I like, yeah, that's, uh, that's huge, man. man. I I'm speechless, bro. I'm I'm dead speechless. Yeah. Like for, for anybody, for anybody watching this, that just shows you that never give up. And what I mean by that, you and I had this conversation. I've had this conversation with Quan. I've had this conversation with a lot of people where I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. No one's supporting. I don't really, no one really cares. You know, family, this, that, the closest to you, doesn't matter. But bro, when things like this happen, when things like this happen right here, bro, that just shows you that, yes, there are people out there that do care. There are people that want to support you. There are people that want to see that. You know what I mean? So again, man, uh, Mike, everyone, I mean, yeah. I appreciate it. Shout out to Shout us. out to each and every one every, of you. Every single person that subscribed. Mike, I'm going to have you on the show, bro. I'm going to have you on the show, Mike. So Definitely. We're going to do that. We're going to have you on the show. You, and we're going to chop it up with you. guys make this possible. So, ben, thank you. Woo. Man, <laughs> uh, I know we got a little little sidetracked there, but yeah. that, that's a good reason. That's Absolutely. a good reason. But, Mike, again, man, my guy, appreciate you. Definitely, man. That was huge. But, um, wow. Russell, yeah. uh, <laughs> how do you even jump? How do you even go from one to another right, right. um russell yeah. wilson yeah russell wilson getting back into some nfl conversation broncos right. one uh can broncos i God, can i not, no no can you I, can't can i even get <laughs> into no, it can't. okay go no, go okay. ahead go I'm first you go, go first, first this go, time. go first go first uh, i've been going first a lot this you know show, it's working for you so i, I guess we'll, we'll leave it for now all right so they absolutely won I said this on Twitter that everyone's talking about, oh, they gave up two firsts, they gave up two seconds. It's so much, right? Well, this is the thing. Yes, they gave up Shelby Harris. Yes, they gave up uh, Noah Font. They gave up Drew Log. That doesn't really matter. They, <laughs> I, it, it, I was so high with Drew Log. Oh, man. man. But 
at the same time, doesn't really matter. Noah Fant, while yes, he was a top prospect, hasn't really set the league on fire or anything. There's a lot of talent of tight ends in the draft, as well as there are some free agents. You got Gronk, you have Ertz, you have a whole bunch of tight ends that are going to be available in the next coming years, right? So that's not really a big issue. Shelby Harris was a nice rotational piece, but again, very heavy defensive draft, mm -hmm. right? Yes, they gave up some assets, but I can see I can see you guys getting the Broncos getting talent in the third and fourth and fifth rounds this year. So that's not that big of a deal. What is a big deal is they kept their entire core together, except for Noah Font on offense, and they kept a majority of their defensive unit together. So you finally got your quarterback. You went and got your guy. There is no way you're going to convince me that two first rounds for Russell Wilson, who a lot of people say when he ends his career is going to be a Hall of Famer. There's no way at 33 years old you're going to convince me that that is a bad idea. So let me tell you what the deal was here. Okay, obviously you guys know what happened. All negotiations are not final. This is just all, yes. you know. He still has to confirm it's all the verbal, trade. And he has a that, no trade clause. The NFL, the NFL signing season has to start in a certain amount. So obviously none of this is final. It's all spoken about and agreed upon verbally. But the Broncos agreed, obviously, to trade Drew Locke. Tight end Noah Font, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, two first round draft picks in 2022, number nine overall, and 2023, two second round draft picks in 2022, number 40th overall, and 2023, and a 2022 fifth round selection yep. to the Seahawks for Wilson and a fourth rounder. That's it. Yep. That's it. Now, in the grand if, scheme uh, of things, that's not a lot. If, if you guys saw what's his name? Why am I spacing out? The guy from Fox, he used to be on ESPN. Oh, uh, Colin, Colin Cowherd. Yeah. Colin Cowherd hey. came out right away and made a video, and it was all over social TikTok, Twitter, this, First that. First of all, that and he was goes, a flip take, but he, yes. He, he, he's all like, this was, was the biggest robbery in NFL history or yeah. something he called it. I won't call it that until no. we see yeah. Russell Russell Wilson do something. Yes. And Russell Westbrook's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but Russell Wilson yeah. do something in Denver. Now, do I see this being the type of situation like Peyton Manning leaving, going? Yes. And the reason I say that, Denver's still good. Denver has a good team. They're solid. You know what I mean? They have a yeah. win team now, too. I mean, they if you remember, they have spent uh, two first rounds on wide receivers. They have, I think it was a third, right, Tim Patrick was a third, fourth round pick. Something like that. I know he's, uh, you know, he's done exceptionally well as their third. So they have a stud wide receiver group. They have Javante Williams, who I absolutely love. I think he's one of the, he's going to be one of the better running backs in the league for quite a long time. Uh, they and they really do still have some cap space to work with to uh, shore up that offensive line a little bit. That's really their offensive line to me is really their only major, major weakness uh, going in. And if they uh, if they shore that up a little bit, with Russell Wilson's talent and, and with the wide receiver talent, I really can't see why they can't be an offensive powerhouse. And then here's another one, just like we talked about the Colts and we talked about the quarterback situation. Same thing for the Broncos. Since 2016, the Broncos have had and used 11 different starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning. Think about that. They've it, never gotten it right. Since, since Peyton then. Manning retired before the 2016 season, tied for the most in NFL over that span. Check this out. Broncos, 11 starting QBs. Washington, 11. My beautiful New York Jets, 10. The Bears, 9. And the Browns, 9. This is a whole other thing, too, here. John Elway, are we going to figure this out? Are you bringing in a guy in Russell Wilson that you're hoping you're going to get five to eight more years possibly out of them? Or what are we looking to do here? Is this another quick fix, win a championship now type of thing when you brought in Peyton? Or are you actually trying to build something here? Because when it comes to the draft, yeah. you haven't figured it out. Yeah. When it comes to free agency... You really haven't figured it out aside from Peyton Manning when it comes to that quarterback situation. So do you think this is the end-all, be-all for Russell Wilson? Or do we see him finish somewhere else in his career? Because nowadays, moving around for quarterbacks, is it's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But the People big, big names the have time. to stay in certain places. Yeah. We saw that with Aaron Rodgers, which we'll talk about that here shortly as well. But is this end-all, be-all for Russell? He has to win or not? That I mean, that's a good point. I think—I mean— 
It, you think it's possible that Wilson will deny this trade unless he gets an extension? Like, do you think he'll ask for an extension this year, or do you think he'll at least wait it out and then ask for his extension? Who, Russell? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I... I, I Ooh, that's I know he has, I think, what, three years left on his contract with Seattle? So here's the thing. I think depending on how this season goes, then he has leverage. Then he'll speak. Yeah. I think he's going to let his game speak for itself this season, go out there and just do his thing. Because we know Russ. He's not really that yeah. guy to talk, no, have issues, or, or create problems. Aside from what happened that past offseason, you know, with the little chirp. But Yeah, he kind of had to write in Seattle. Yeah. He, you know what? He, he brought Seattle to relevance and, and created them to what they became. You know what I mean? He was the guy that not so many people expected to do much, and they took a chance on him. Yeah. Remember this. When Seattle drafted Russell Wilson, they, quote-unquote, had their franchise quarterback in Matt Flynn. Yeah. They had just signed Matt Flynn to a huge contract when he had one good game to end the season with Green Bay, and he threw for almost 500 yards, and everybody thought, this guy's a starting quarterback. Yeah. What happened? They draft Russell Wilson in, what was it, the third or fourth third round? round? Third round. And the guy becomes a probably first ballot Hall of Famer now. I mean, if we're being honest, you know what I mean? Probably close to that. Not trying to throw overboard, but the guy's been in the Pro Bowl nine of his first 10 seasons or nine of his last 10 seasons. Yeah. That's a record. No the, other quarterback has done that. The two years, I think he's attributed to at least, eight, I know it's at least 80%. I think it's over 85% of the offense, which it's is insane. 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 Like the fact that Seahawks have not really given him help and he's still achieved what he has achieved, it. I think that this is just a straight-up win for Broncos. And unfortunately, the Seahawks don't... They have these draft picks now, but they don't really have a plan. And they probably wouldn't even need to do this trade if they didn't overpay for a safety. Remember, everyone's talking about... I think Pete's gone, by the way. If oh, I'm being I, honest. I, I, I agree. I, 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 mean, I think, like, nobody's talking about the Broncos... Uh, first two uh, draft picks, when, like you could just straight up talk about Seahawks giving up two first rounds for Jamal Adams, like that's insane. And it was in years that they were they were okay, but they weren't like great. So it they got finessed. They, they got, got finessed. super finessed. He has nowhere near the produ production to justify two first rounds. So now that they have this, like they're going to go in full rebuild, but. What is their plan? Who is their quarterback? You're telling me it's Drew Locke? Is it Geno Smith? Is that the battle that we're Gino. about to see? Good are old we, Gino. Are we going to see a Geno Smith-Drew Locke uh, training camp battle? So this is the thing. This is where we're going to see how good of a coach Pete Carroll is, if I'm being yeah. honest. If, if I'm being 100% honest. Oh, absolutely. Not only that, do they trade DK Metcalf? Does DK Metcalf ask for a trade? I like, think he does. you got to think about all to. of that. He's 24 years old. He does, feels does like he he's Does he ask to a trade spot. to Denver? As crazy as that sounds. No. Okay. And, and this is the reason. Who do you is, pair him with, though? Personally? <laughs> I, I'm don't tell me Philly. Don't tell me I'm Philly. Oh, over. my God. All right. Hey, next, no, we're hey, let's move hey, on this to the is next directly to This is directly to <laughs> Howie Roseman. All right. Fix the problem you created in 2019 by selecting J-Jaw in front of DK Metcalf okay. and trade for DK Metcalf. Fix it. Okay. Please. So we'll see, man. At, at the end of the day, I, I think that right now, Denver got the best of the trade, but yeah. they have to win now. And, and, and this kind of, it, it kind of, if you want to add scenarios, this is kind of like the whole Joel Embiid, James Harden situation. Absolutely. It's win now. Brooklyn will probably win the trade eventually with Simmons, but it's win we'll now. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I'm just saying. And the, uh, and, and in the long run, saying, it yeah. could work out that A way. A lot but. of these trades, we can speculate. We can say, hey, Correct. it looks better on paper. But the truth is, if they don't win a championship with the trade, then it was overall a loss and that uh, that's where you have to just kind of wait it out we're not going to know until we actually see what wilson can do with this offensive core and i think this is the best offensive core that he's had i think this offensive core trumps whatever he's had in seahawks yeah he had tyler lockett he had uh you know he had dk metcalf but this is better this is overall better. You have two technicians in Sutton and uh, and Jerry Judy, and and you have the rookie running back that broke the most tackles in the entire league last year. So 
Once again, you're tuning to Straight Bet Sports Live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Jose V, EMB, Quan 59 up in the building, chopping it up with you guys tonight. We got 15 minutes here, man. If you guys want to give us a call, 702-608-3259, as you see there on the screen. We got one more NFL-based topic, and then we're going to get into a little NBA conversation uh, that Jay, Lord Desai, a.k.a. Lord Desai on Twitter, kind of uh, amped me up. I was on my way home on Monday from California having a long weekend out there with the wife and we're driving back and I'm on Twitter on Spaces just to kind of stay focused as I'm driving. And uh, a little conversation came up which kind of fueled my fire for tonight's ending of the show. So we're going to get into that here shortly. But real quick, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is staying. Not going anywhere. He's going to stay in Green Bay. I, I, I said last year he'd probably dip. He'd go to Frisco. I called it wrong. It is what it is. We all speculate and give our thoughts, right? But He's going to stay home. He's not going anywhere. A lot of people expected him to do that anyways and just cause all this drama like he does every single offseason. But now the question becomes, too, it's not a rebuild. We know that. Aaron Rodgers already said, I'm not here for that. When do you franchise tag Devontae oh, Adams? Oh, because, you have to. Because if, if we're going to restructure any type of deal or pay Rodgers, because he already said, no, there's no deal yet, and then Ian Rappaport's coming out saying four-year, or four, 200 million or whatever the heck it is that he's getting paid, nothing's official yet, right? No, yeah. no, 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 nothing is there yet on paper. So... How do you keep Aaron Rodgers happy? And, and, and I think that the decision that he decided to come back and stay in the NFC, because a lot of people thought he was probably going to leave to the AFC, was the fact that Brady's gone. That's one, I think. That's one, right? And then you as a Green Bay Packer, who are you really worried about in your division? You have Kirk Cousins, which you can beat the guy. You know what I mean? You can beat Minnesota. Yeah. You have Justin Fields, which we still don't know what's going to happen there in Chicago. And then you have Detroit, which got Jared Goff. You have to stay in that division if, if, if you're Aaron Rodgers. You can probably win another MVP again next season with no problem based off of the division you're playing in and the type of talent you have around you right now, right? But with that being said, who else do you bring in? Because, again, it's not a rebuild. It's a reload. It's so who do you reload with? Well, so going back to that question earlier with Metcalf, maybe trade a first for Metcalf. Maybe. But if you're, if you're going to talk about franchising well, Adams— yeah. How do you bring in a guy like but, DK? But you have to bring in someone else. So maybe not Metcalf. You have Tyler Lockett that maybe he asked for smaller a trade price as well. tag. A smaller price tag. Uh, you have uh, guys like Amari Cooper got released. You could bring him as a two. Uh, there, there's a lot of different things. Maybe see if Zach Ertz or Cooper, uh, yeah. Gronkowski wants to play with Aaron Rodgers. That way you have a solid tight end. I know a lot of people like Tanyan, but he hasn't really stayed on the field too much. So you can build it up that way. Uh, there's little, there, there's a lot of offensive tackles that might be on the move this year. So you could potentially short it up that way we'll have we'll have to see we'll see what they want to do in the draft if they're going to pick offensive line they're going to actually finally pick a skill player for aaron Rodgers. but i think it really depends on what that final number for aaron Rodgers comes out to be because if it is what's reported while the cap number kind of goes down he you know the what's reported is 200 million 153 million guaranteed now aaron Rodgers went on pack mcafree's show and said that that's false that there's no agreed terms yet so there's that but aaron Rodgers also is known to say things that aren't necessarily factual factual so just to get a stir out people so there's that uh but there, there's a little things there i think their defense is actually pretty good right now like mm -hmm. i i think i think you have to if you're not in a rebuild i think you have to resign uh deandre uh campbell De okay. devondre sorry uh campbell because he you know you brought him on a one-year prove-it deal and he prove became, it deal and he's a first team <laughs> all pro yeah. So, and he is definitely beneficial for your team. He made a huge impact on that team, especially in the defensive side of things. So, you just, uh, not to mention leadership. So, you have to resign him. You can't let him walk. I see a lot of people expecting Campbell to be able to walk. I, I think you have to try to reallocate as much funds as you can to sign back the team that is and try to shore up certain things. So look, man, I'll tell you this. Because he, he, he throws tantrum tantrums. We we know that. I think Green Bay has to give him, and it doesn't have to be a superstar. It doesn't have to be 
a big crazy trade but i think that green bay has to put him in a position on the offensive side of the ball where he has at least one more playmaker that can take some of the edge off of Devonte because I know he has Valdez Scantling and Lazard, but but let's be real. And Randall yeah. Cobb, which he's already towards the end of his. But let, let's be real. Those three guys are not a legit number two no. to take off some of that leverage from from Devontae. That's one. Two, you need to bring in a stud on defense that's going yeah. to elevate that defense. Because what has also been Green Bay's problem at times, they give up too many points. Aaron and the offense can't play on the defensive side of the ball, right? We, yeah. we know that. So I'm not saying they're not good on the defensive side of the ball. They're no. stout, but they can get better. So Absolutely. I think those are the two pieces that matter more than anything right now. Well, I'll put it out there. There's Marcus Williams, uh, safety from the Saints. He's expected to be a free agent. That would help because they have good corners. They just they, they need a little bit of help on the safety side of things. Uh, you have uh, Jordan Reed. You have a possible uh, Tyran Matthew. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, and then you 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 just have a huge safety market. You have some corners that are coming out. The linebacker uh, market this year is going to be insane. I mean, you ha- already have Bobby Wagner. You have Bobby uh, Wagner, you, bro. You have Devondre uh, Campbell. You ha- Jordan Hicks just got released from Arizona. He's thirty. So there, there, and he's Jordan been Hicks healthy. got released. He got released. Okay. So and, and it makes sense. Cardinals have uh, drafted linebackers the last couple of years, so they have some talent there. So it, it does make sense. But this is going to be a crazy free agency. There's going to be a ton of movement, a ton of teams that are trying to just shore up little things because they think they have it. And uh, I, I'm here for it. I think it's going to be very exciting. Good stuff, man. We're coming at the end already. Big shout out to my boy, Ozzy Oliver. Loving the show, my boy. Appreciate you. Also, Nathan chiming in. He says, great show. Keep up the great work, guys. Hey, we appreciate you guys for chiming in and giving us some time. Because I know a lot of you guys are on the East Coast, too, man. It's almost 1 in the morning. So I appreciate you guys chiming in and tuning in. I know some of you guys stay up late on Spaces. So I'm going to throw that out there as well. Nights, late nights, you guys know me. You guys want to chop it up and have a real sports conversation and a normal culture conversation. No one disrespects each other. No one talks crap to each other. No one bets shames either. So if you're a better that bets $2 or $2,000, no one makes fun of you what your bet is. We're all there to help each other. And the late night conversations are fun, bro. We got some people that are a little tipsy, having a good <laughs> night. They're at home. Yeah. Some people talk to sports, but then we mix in culture and do things. Spaces is the way to go right now, man, especially if you're someone up late and you're in Las Vegas. Again, there's people all over the U.S. using this right now. I talk to people on the East Coast all the time where it's 2, 3 in the morning and I'm, it's midnight for me, but they're up late, super late. So, man, I appreciate I think we forget a lot of times that a lot of our viewers are actually. Are the, and, and that's the crazy thing that when I started this, it was mostly people Central, here in Vegas yeah. or people I knew in Cali. Now we got people everywhere, bro. Everywhere. And that's great. Yeah. That just shows how much the show has grown. But this topic that we're going to talk about to finish up the show. But before we do so, we got one more sponsor, Eric Navarro. Obviously, the guy that hooks it up, the guy that keeps me clean when I need a haircut, my barber, my personal barber and our sponsor of the show. He is Eric Navarro of Line Em Up by Eric. If you guys want to hit him up, 702-884-8138. He does take appointments only, sometimes walk-ins, but he's also booked all the time, so it's tough to get those walk-ins. Hit him up on IG as well. He posts all his work. Line Em Up by Eric, as you see there on the screen. If you have the Booksy app as well, download the app today and set up your appointment. It's a lot easier. You can drop your comments in there, reviews, do all of that. Check your times, cancel, reschedule. It's a whole lot easier than giving them a call. Trust me, you won't not be disappointed. Let them know that Jose V, E&B, and Gorilla Cross Radio, Straight Bet Sports sent you. 702-884-8138. Line them up by Eric. We greatly appreciate them. But final thing here. We got seven minutes, so don't get too crazy. Let's not get too stuck on it. All but right. we'll do. It, was, it was brought to my attention by a, 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 a friend of ours, Jay Lord Desai, as he goes on, on Twitter, that just because you're a fan of a player, you shouldn't root for a team that he's playing for. <clears throat> I think that's wrong. Yeah. I th- I agree, disagree 100%. Now, the, the, the conversation was, and he didn't understand what I was trying to say. I was not trying to tell you that you need to be a fan of the team, that you need to start supporting them and rooting for them as if they are yours and, and stop rooting for your team. Yeah. But for you to say, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan, but as long as he's with the Lakers, I will never support the Lakers. I will never root for the Lakers to win anything. Then you're not a true fan of Russell Westbrook. 
because if you're a true fan of a player that you follow and you love and you respect and you have his jerseys and you wear them on your profiles and you talk about him as if he's your brother, then you support the team that he's on because if the team wins, your favorite player wins. So if you're telling me you don't want the Lakers to succeed or do anything while Russ is there, you're basically telling me you hope that Russell doesn't succeed. You're telling me you hope that Russell doesn't win a championship. I could care less if you like or love or hate the Lakers. Yeah. But while he's playing for them, it's only common sense to root for the team while he's on the floor. Yeah, and uh, a great example is, uh, for me, when Daw- Dawkins is one of my favorite players of all time. When he went to Denver, right, we... I, I ruined for him to have success yeah. there. But anytime we played him, obviously I'm an Eagles fan. You want right? to beat him. Yeah, you want to beat him. But when they're not playing your team, there's no reason if that's your if that's your player, if it's LeBron, if it's you know James Harden, if it's Michael uh, Michael Jordan, like you follow that person when they go to other teams and you hope that they can win the ring. Again, doesn't have to come to the expense of your own team, of your own fandom, but it it doesn't make sense to root against a team that your favorite player is on, because like you said, you're you're rooting again in a inadvertent way. You are rooting against your player to ever have success, which is crazy to me, man. Yeah. So, so uh, again, I'm not telling anyone, and I want to get that point across. I'm never going to tell anyone to be a fan of a team that you are not a fan of. But I'll put it to you this way. I've never in my life been a fan of the Washington Redskins. But I, one of my favorite running backs of all time, going back to college, was Clinton Portis. I had a Washington Redskins Clinton Portis jersey when I first moved to Las Vegas back in 2007. Not because I was a Redskins fan. I could care less about that organization because of their owner and and how just crazy they are, right? But I rooted for them when they went to the playoffs, and I think it was 2008 or 2007, when they had Santana Moss, when they tried to make a little bit of a run there. I rooted for that team. Why? Because my favorite running back was on that team. I wanted my favorite running back to win a championship. I didn't care about anything that had to do with the Washington Redskins at that time. I cared about Clinton Portis. So that it goes back to my point. You have to support, not be a fan of the team that your player is on, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it, man. I want to give a quick shout out to a few people before we close up here. Like I said, I'm going to give a shout out to as many people as I can from our Twitter family. Blue44, Q the Capper, 44, Mike Jones, Wolf, Ivan, Don, Tennessee. I mean, everybody, man. If, if I know there's a lot. Plug. I mean, uh, uh, G being there, Lily. I mean, there's so uh, Top Shot, Mac. You guys all know who you are, man. Lifestyle Locks, everybody, man. I greatly appreciate you guys. Sosa, Spin Doc, Rex, Steven. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. If I miss anybody, no disrespect. You guys know it's all love. We're all on those groups, and we all chatted up all the time. But, Ian, before we go, my guy, any final thoughts? Just make sure that you follow us, uh, Ian B underscore sports, uh, Jose Volante. Uh, we appreciate everything that you guys do for us i mean the support that you have had for the show is amazing so we thank you from the bottom of our hearts you guys make this show what it is like i said before and uh also make sure that you uh check out our sponsors uh joshua lafond and eric navarro um They do great things with their businesses uh, with Simply Real Estate and, uh, w- sorry, the bar, the barbershop. Eric I, Navarro. It, yeah. It's Eric Navarro's barbershop. Make sure that you check them out. Support your local businesses if you're in Las Vegas. And uh, it, it's a great time for this show. And I, I think we're definitely going in the right direction. And I just, like I said, I want to thank it each and every one of you guys that tune in every week and support the channel. And thank you to everyone, especially, like I said, Mike, for doing what you did, man. We greatly appreciate you. And again, if anyone does want to do something like that and be a part of the show and you want to help us out and you want to be a sponsor, straightbetsports at outlook.com. Hit us up. If not, on all things social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, just look up Straight Bet Sports or look me up, Jose V or even EMB. Send us a DM. We'll give you the details. It's very easy, very inexpensive. And not only that, you get to be a part of the show. You know what I mean? So we greatly appreciate you for that. My final thought of the night, I'm going to throw out a prediction. 
that I hope ends up being wrong in the right way. And what I mean by that, UNLV Lady Rebels, I believe, will make it to the Sweet 16. No further than that. No disrespect toward them. I think there's just a lot more talent in that field once they get there. But like I said, I hope they prove me wrong. Maybe they go farther. Maybe they win it all. I'm not going to throw that out there and try to jinx them on that. But who knows? Maybe they do get to the Elite Eight. Maybe they do get to the Final Four. Who knows? Lindy LaRock has that pedigree. As a player, four years straight NCAA Final Four. As a coach, three years. As an assistant, I'm sorry. Now she's there. Now she's the big time. She's the main one. Again, big shout out to Lindy LaRock, Lady Rebels, for what you've done. What you've done for the city and putting the Lady Rebels back on the map. 20 plus years since they've won a straight up tournament. Not only that, you won the outright title as well. So again, big shout out to UNLV Lady Rebels, Lindy LaRock, her whole coaching staff, that whole program, and all of the players. But again, we appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of the show tonight. For myself, Jose V, my co-host, Ian B, Quan59, our sponsors, Joshua LaFon, and Eric Navarro of Line'em Up Bar, Eric, and Mike Jones. We appreciate you, my guy, as always. Till next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Peace. Later. Ninja. <laughs>